all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer at 7 o'clock on the dock. I'm not in my drop top, but let me tell you something. This weather today in Denver was amazing. It was 70 degrees today, clear blue skies. It was amazing. I was able to get out there, get six miles in, didn't get, didn't get a full 15 in, but I got six miles in in addition to the gym. So I pray uh, that your day has been amazing. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video. When you share, People get saved. I need you to click the share button on Facebook. I need you to tag some people in so they can join with us. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Instagram, you can text somebody, send it to their DM so they can join with us tonight. Every single Monday night, we gather together to pray digitally, and we've been doing it even before the pandemic began. Uh, and of course, uh, we have been consistent every single Monday night. I have not missed a Monday. And shout out to all of you who have been consistent in prayer. Well, you have not missed the Monday. Guess what? When you're consistent in prayer, you're going to see consistent results. Father, we thank you that you make us consistent in prayer. So therefore, God, we can see consistent results. We are the consistent. Can I get you to type that on the screen? I am consistent. I see you, Colorado Springs. I see you, Denver. I see you, Aurora, Westminster. I see you, Jacksonville. I see you. Come on. Come on in. Let me know where you are watching from and make sure that you share. Quebec, Canada, good to see you. Good to see you. Columbus, Ohio, good to see you. Make, make that declaration. I am consistent. McDonough, Georgia, that is ATL Metro. Good to see you. Let me tell you something. When you're consistent in prayer, you're going to see consistent results. Every Monday night, we gather together for one hour. We call it Command Your Day and Command Your Week, like you see on the screen behind me, because it is in our approach to prayer. Look at me. We are not beggars. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. So when we pray, we can be bold because we are not begging God to do anything. We are his sons and daughters. So we make our request known to the Lord and he hears us and he answers us. Father, we are not beggars in your presence. You have made us to be your sons and your daughters. So when we pray tonight, God, we do not have to pray from the position or the seat of a beggar. We are not beggars. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Your word says in Revelation 5.10 that you make us to be kings and priests. That means we're spiritual and successful. It's not either or, it's both and. And because of this, God, we can be bold when we pray. In fact, God, forgive us for praying about stuff that we could do. Father, forgive us for bringing stuff to you that we could have handled ourselves. We bring to you what we cannot do. Come on. We bring to you, God, what we cannot do. And we say tonight, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you would guide and direct our prayer. Give us the words to pray so we would be strategic in prayer. So we can command our day and command our week. Get a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. In the name of Jesus. Let's go, y'all. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. Let me also say this, um, that we call it command your day, command your week. It's our approach to prayer. So we can be bold, Proverbs 28. But did you see this principle in scripture? When Jesus prayed, pay attention. When he, for example, when Lazarus had died and he prays for Lazarus to come forth, I want you to pay very close attention to how Jesus approaches prayer. Jesus says, Father, you hear me and I know you always hear me. I'm saying all of this for these people in front of me. Watch what he says. Lazarus, come forth. In other words, when he prays, he is literally looking for and going after the solution. Prayer is not just begging. Prayer is about solving problems. Tonight, God, when we pray, we pray that problems would be solved. We pray tonight, God, that when we pray, 
that we would get answers, that we would get solutions, that we would get strategies. God, you're not a God that has us sitting up, going around and around and around and around and around in circles. You are a God that's after the solution. You knew what needed to happen for Lazarus, so your prayer was, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. You didn't have to sit there and beg. You didn't have to sit there and say, oh, God, you know, Lazarus is dead. No, you wept, and then after you had a human moment, you said, Lazarus, come forth. So in Jesus' name, God, we declare that our weeping is over. We declare that our frustration is over. We declare that our lack of focus is over. Can I get you to type that on the screen? It's over. It's over. It's over. And in Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for the solution. We declare that tonight we would pray the solution to the issue tonight. In the name of Jesus, you had a human moment, and then you spoke the solution. You prayed the solution. You declared the solution. So tonight, God, even as we pray, we declare, God, that our human moments, those are over. Because right now, tonight, in prayer, we got to go in. We have got to boldly approach your throne and obtain favor and mercy in our time of need. And so tonight, God, I pray that even as we are praying, we would be strengthened, that we would be revived, refreshed, renewed. In the name of Jesus, I pray that by the time we get off of prayer tonight, we will be able to, like the scripture says, run and leap through a troop. Your word says that if we can't contend with the foot soldiers, how are we going to run with the horses? How are we going to handle bigger if we're spending too much time tripping over the small stuff? So in Jesus' name, we declare that solutions will come forth from prayer tonight. In your name, we pray. Come on, don't say amen. Just like this, solutions. Solution, solution, solution. That's what we're after tonight as we pray. Again, if you're coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. Over 550 people now have given their lives to the Lord. I think of, I just saw an update. I think the number is 555. I think it's 555 is what I think that number is. All right around there. And so to God be the glory for that. All right, good to see everybody on. Let me just say, how many of you are Wave at me if you since you found out about prayer on Monday nights. If you've been faithful every Monday night since you found out, wave at me, wave at me. If you've been faithful every Monday night since you found out, or if for some reason you couldn't watch live, you make sure you watch the replay. Do the hand wave emoji. I want to celebrate you. I want to celebrate you for your faithfulness. I want to celebrate you for your consistency. It is paying off. You are going to see. God consistently and continually blow your mind. Why? Because you are making prayer a priority. And when heaven is first, you are never last. Look at all these hands. Look at all these hands that are up. Come on, y'all. Look at this. This is amazing. Look at all of that. Look, on IG, y'all got to look. If you're on the other platforms, you can see I'm putting them on the screen now. Come on, touch screen. I'm putting them on the screen now. When you are faithful, you are going to see forward progress. All right. So the God be the glory. And listen, I have not missed a Monday. Even if I didn't feel good. L listen, listen, y'all ready for this? Even if I didn't feel good, you would never know it because I still got on my assignment. Let me tell you something. Even if when it came to preaching, I'm a man that believes that you fulfill your assignment. I don't take excuses. And you know, I don't take them because I don't make them. I'm a man that believes you fulfill your assignment. So even if I was ill, didn't feel good or whatever, you didn't see me miss a Sunday. You have not seen me miss a Wednesday. You have not seen me miss a Monday night prayer. You've just not seen me do that. And if I wasn't there, you saw me be there because I would pre-record to make sure that you were taken care of. You, listen, uh, if, if you've learned nothing else, learn consistency, learn faithfulness, learn the art of making it happen. But look at me. Half the battle is just you showing up. Father, I pray that we would be like David. The majority of the battle was won when David showed up because nobody expected him to be consistent after 40 days and 40 nights of Goliath taunting them. So I pray that whatever battles were in, God, that we would show up. Come on, y'all. I pray that we would show up and we would be consistent. I pray that we would show up and that we would be reliable, that we would be dependable tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray that we would not be found missing. And we would not be found off of our assignment. 
we would not be found off of our square. What does that mean? Off of the place we're supposed to occupy and what we're supposed to hold down. We would be found faithful. Your word says in Deuteronomy, but if we faithfully obeyed your word, not perfectly, but faithfully, you're not after perfection, God, but you are after our faithfulness. And we declare tonight, that we are those that are faithful, 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 that we are those that are faithful in Jesus' name. Come on, type that on the screen. I'm faithful. I'm faithful. Um, that's half your battle right there. Just being consistent, just being faithful. Um, just being consistent, just being faithful. As I am in this series. Um, uh, we're in this series called Curse Breakers. Has this series been a blessing to anybody? Uh, if you've missed it, um, get our app so you can watch all the prior messages. It's called Curse Breaker. That's the series we've been in in November. Uh, and you can get our app. Text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. Can I have a few of you typed on every platform? Even if you're on a platform where it's on the screen, can I get you to still type it in the chat? Because many people, when they look at the replay, um, it's just easier if they have it in the chat right there. They can click through it. Um, I want to encourage you in this regard um, um, to look at all these messages, all right? Because you're a curse breaker. And part of what you have to break, I was, I was having a discussion, and I began to look and I checked the history of my bloodline. And I said, watch me. I'm going to share this with you. This is really none of your business, but I'm going to share it with you. Um, one of the things that I discovered uh, about uh, my bloodline before me, watch me, when you're a curse breaker, you have to be comfortable being the first. And there are several things where I am the first in my bloodline. I want to cover that in prayer, that you would have the audacity and the courage to be the first. Because for many of you, you there's no pattern in your bloodline to follow because you're the first to do it. Father, I cover everybody that's the first. And I prayed that they would have the strength. I prayed that they would have uh, the tenacity and the ability to be the first of whatever it is, the first debt free, the first to graduate college, the first to be a doctor, the first to be a millionaire, the first to be a billionaire, the first to start their business, the first to not get caught up in bad relationships, whatever it is that they are to be the first at. I pray, God, that they would be the first right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I just get you to type this on the screen? Just drop a, drop a one. Drop a one. Because for many of you, you're the first. You're the first one that's not going to be caught up in no dysfunctional marriage. You're the first one that's not going to be caught up in depression. You're the first one that's not going to be in debt. You're the first one that's going to be a doctor. You're the first one that's going to graduate school. You're the first one um, that is going to start the business. You're going to be the first one that completes what they start. So for me, for many things, I am the first in my bloodline. And um, part of what I do, so listen to me, listen to me. Um, when I am preaching a series, I always make sure that when I'm preaching, when I'm studying, that I deal with me first. If I look at me, before you try to use the word to get somebody else together, get yourself together. Father, I pray that we would not try to use the word to get other people together. When first we need to get ourselves together, let the word be a mirror to us first in Jesus name. That's why even when you look at the series curse breaker, you'll see the image. It's me looking at myself because to be a curse breaker, you have to evaluate yourself first. And a lot of Christians like to use the word as a weapon. You like to use it against people. And look, listen to this. You need to listen to that. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. Mm -mm. Instead, you need to use it as a mirror for you. God, I pray that we would use the word as a mirror for ourselves first before we try to use it on anybody else. Because the best testimony, the best testimony will not be what we say. The best testimony will be what we become. The best testimony will not be what we articulate. The best testimony will be what we demonstrate. And for that, God, we pray that we use the word as a mirror to ourselves first. So um, in doing that, I um, I said, okay, so where in, in the history of my bloodline, where in the history of the bloodline, so what happened? Where, where, where did curses end? Where did things begin to happen? And I noticed two things, and I want to pray them with you tonight. I'm going to pray them with you tonight. I said, I noticed two things. I noticed, one, that there is the strong temptation to settle. Oh, my God. To settle. What does this mean? 
be, be, your current sometimes pay attention your current um scenario can sometimes offer you enough to where you take the settlement and you never pursue greater and better and, and don't take that the wrong way because most times when i say that people you think about job offers and stuff like that that's don't reduce god to something so trivial don't reduce it to cash cars and clothes in other words you will settle pay attention you will end up settling for an egyptian lifestyle uh in the promised land has to be pursued i need you to type this on the screen i'm not a settler i'm not a settler s-e-t-t-l-e-r i'm not a settler i noticed there's this temptation and here's the thing the settlement was uh, was was good it was enough it was enough but the problem is is that in taking the settlement, you never pursue greater. I want to cover that with you because for some of you watch me, you're like, well, I'm doing pretty good. Things are pretty good. God's pretty good. And God is like, yeah, but there's greater. Watch me. And the greater sometimes isn't even external. Look at me. The greater is a better version of you. Oh, my God. Look at me. Look at me. I know you're doing good, but baby, don't get it twisted. You have not arrived. Mm -mm. I need to have that on the screen. I have not arrived. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we would not embrace the spirit of the settler that simply says that we will stop pursuing anything greater and stop pursuing anything better. It is especially a, a, a spirit that reigns in this area of Denver where a little bit of success makes you think that's it. A little bit of I'm doing fine makes you think that's it. Now, realizing that there is more to pursue. There is more to pursue. I pray that we would never think that we have arrived. Why? If we still have a pulse, you, you still have a plan, which means we are not done. We are not done. We are not done. The moment that we arrive, then there's no longer reason for us to be on the earth. So I pray that God, while we would be thankful, we would always be in pursuit, pursuit of better versions of ourselves, pursuit of being better Christians. Come on, y'all. Pursuit of better finances, pursuit of better family life, pursuit of serving better, pursuit of being people of excellence, pursuit of everything that you have ordained. And for this, we say thank you. Come on, open your mouth and type this on the screen. I'm in pursuit. I'm in pursuit. I'm in pursuit, all right? Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, let me know where you are watching from and just share this video, all right? Make sure that you share. Um, And so what happens, sometimes you can begin to settle, so you stop pursuing, you stop pursuing. Can I give you an example of this? I talked about it on prayer a few weeks ago. First Samuel chapter 30. Um, David, uh, uh, as matter of fact, let me just bring it up real fast. In first Samuel chapter 30, in first Samuel chapter 30, um, Bible says that David and his men, they get back, um, uh, uh, come back to Ziklag. The Amalekites had burned down their city. And David prays something very interesting, which explains the spirit that was trying to stop him, block him, get him. Listen, David prays this prayer. David inquires of the Lord, shall I pursue this band and shall I overtake them? Look at me, David, they've taken your wives and your children and they've taken your stuff. Why in the world are you even praying should you pursue? Y'all are quiet tonight. Why are you so quiet? David, why are you even praying about pursuing when they have what belongs to you? Oh, my God. Come on, y'all. David, why are you even praying about this? Why are you even asking me about something that is already yours? Here's what that tells me, that David was being tempted to settle because he prays about should I pursue and will I overtake? I pray, God, that we would stay in a posture of pursuit. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. I pray that we would stay in a posture of pursuit of what you have ordained for our life. We want everything you have for us. We want everything you have for us. Come on. We want everything you have for us. We want everything that you have for us. We want everything that you have for us. I need you to tell the Lord that, y'all. We want everything. Make it personal. Say, I want everything. 
that you have prepared for us. We will stay in a position of pursuit because if we have a pulse, you still have a plan and we will not back down, but we will stay in pursuit. God, we will stay in pursuit. Somebody says, that's the answer to my prayer. We will stay in pursuit. We will stay in pursuit. I rebuke you simply, thinking that it can't get any better. No, you can get better. You can be better. You can do better. Do not settle, but be in pursuit. But look at me. When you have that type of lifestyle, people will often say things like this. You're just doing too much. You just want too much. You don't take all of that. Why don't you just chill? Listen, this is not a guy song. We are not just about to just chill and settle down. No, we will remain in pursuit. All right. So uh, in that, um, one of the ways that we pursue is prayer. Prayer kicks our pursuit off. Prayer kicks our pursuit off. Prayer kicks our pursuit off. Because notice David was about to settle, but what did he do? He inquired of the Lord. He prayed. And then he asked two questions. But God gives him what? Three answers. The Lord says, yes, you shall pursue. Yes, you shall overtake. And without fail, you're going to recover all. What am I trying to say to you tonight? That for some of you, wave at me if you have some areas of your life where you feel like you're kind of like stagnant water. Wave at me. Wave at me. And if you're bold, go on and put the, go on and put the area on the screen. Go on and put the area on the screen. If you're bold, go on and put the area on the screen. All right. If you have some areas where you're like, this needs to get better. Watch me. This needs to improve. This needs to improve. I see your hands. Come on. Thank you for your honesty. Come on. Come on. Come on. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. Come on. All right. So, by the way, David asked two questions Shall I pursue? Shall I overtake? He says, God, I just want to know if I pursue, will I win? God says, Yes, you shall pursue. Yes, you shall overtake. And without fail, you're going to recover all. He says, If you stay in pursuit, you will not fail. Let me, let me say this. If you stay in pursuit, you will not fail. Let me tell you where failure comes from. Failure comes because you stopped pursuing after what you perceive to be failure. I'm going to back the thing up and say it again. Failure comes because you stopped pursuing after what you perceive to be failure. So it didn't go the way you wanted, so you stopped. So you stopped. You're like, well, I guess this ain't going to work. You got to pursue. You must pursue. When we planted Harvest Church, I've told all the statistics over and over again, 46 out of 50 for lowest church attendance in the nation. It's 4% African-American. So there's not a lot of cultural and ethnic and racial diversity in this city and in this region. First week we planted the church, over 100 people were there. And that's 100 people because I was inviting people from other churches. I stacked the deck. Week two, it was seven people, but I stayed in pursuit. But I stayed in pursuit. And watch me. And we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of what God's about to do through us. Y'all better hear me. You have to stay in pursuit. If you don't stay in pursuit, you'll look at week two and you'll say, this failed. Let me shut this down. This failed. Let, let me not do it anymore. This didn't work. Let me not do it anymore. It's not that I need to not do it. I just need to do it a different way. Come on, Birmingham. It's not that I need to not do it. I just need to do it a different way. It's not that I need to not do it. I just need to do it a different way. This is why you pray so that you know how to pursue God. We pray tonight. In Jesus' name, that we would pursue and we would know how to pursue because of how we pray. I pray that we would not settle. I pray that we would not back down. Your word says, Hebrews 10, 36, that we have need of patient endurance so that after we have done the will of the Lord, we would receive what's promised, which means we only get the promise after we pursue. We only get the promise after we pursue. So we declare tonight, God, that we are those that are in pursuit. Now, God, show us how to do it. Give us strategies on how to do it. Show us who to call. Show us who to email. Show us what emails to check. Show us what to drive by. Show us where to go. Show us what to do. Show us who to text. Let the right thing come up in the feed. Let the right thing come up on the, on the screen. Let the right text come through. Let the right person answer the phone. Let the right person respond to the inquiry. Let the right person, let the right person be there. Why? We are those that are in pursuit. So we just need you, Lord, to show us how to pursue. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody, say amen right now. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. You'll notice I'm doing prayer a little different tonight. I'm doing prayer a little different tonight. Uh, but just flow with me. Go with me, all right?
flow with me, go with me. Um, so for some of you, listen, you're going to literally, you, you're going, you're going, you're not going to be able to sleep. You're going to get in your car. You're going to start driving. And when you start driving, watch me, you're going to get a strategy. Listen to me. I'm telling you what's about to happen. For some of you, you're not going to be able to sleep. I need you to keep a pad next to your bed. You need to keep a pen and a pad next to your bed. And when you wake up, a matter of fact, I'll tell you exactly the time you're going to wake up. You're going to wake up at 337 this morning, this coming morning. And when it happens, I need you to send your praise report. You're going to wake up at 337 this morning and in this coming morning. And when you do, God says, I'm going to give you a strategy. It's going to be like a download's going to come divine for you. Because we must stay in a place of pursuit. But what God has to show us how to pursue. He has to show us how to pursue. All right, you don't stop pursuing. He's just got to show us how to pursue. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Look at God. Come on, I got that ghost. Already? Come on, let's go further. Um, so tonight, um, that's going to be the time. I'm telling you. All right, so tonight, guys, again, if you haven't shared, make sure that you share. Um, somebody dropped that scripture on the screen. That's so cool. First Samuel 319. And the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. All right. So uh, we've been in this series called Curse Breaker. That's what you are. That's what I am. That's who you are. Um, the last two messages this Wednesday, Bishop, it's Thanksgiving. I know. And I got to get you out of these curses. So, yes, uh, we're going to give thanks and I'm going to get you this word. All right. Um, this upcoming Wednesday's message, uh, I'll, I'll teach Wednesday, and Sunday is the last message of the series, all right? Uh, and so you want to make sure that you're part of that. I'll give you a preview of that. You can catch us every Tuesday night. I'll keep doing that for a little bit. On Tuesday night, on Tuesday night, wow, so this is on the night watch, wow. Um, on Tuesday night um, at 9 o'clock on the Bishop Format IG. So if you don't follow me on IG, follow me on IG. Uh, matter of fact, connect with us on all of our social media, at Bishop Foreman. Um, and you can connect with us on IG. All right. On Saturday, I'll do a preview for Sunday's message on Saturday at nine o'clock Mountain Time. That's 11 o'clock Eastern Time. And you can get a preview of the word. Don't y'all love those previews? Aren't those previews like on fire? Um, I love the previews. That's why I continue to do them. All right. Wow. That's amazing. You know, you, you're the curse breaker, Banner. You are the curse breaker. All right. So listen, um, yesterday's message Yesterday's message uh, was called, You Can't Have What's His. You Can't Have What's His. And I want us to cover in prayer um, several things uh, from that message yesterday. Uh, can you all share with me on the screen some of the things that are a blessing to you? Like what stood out to you from this series so far? What stood out to you from this series so far? Someone said, time flew by. I know, right? Uh, that's my IG right there. Um, boom. Uh, what stood out to you from this series so far? We only have two messages left. And I listen, my assignment was to make sure that you had everything you needed to break every curse by the end of this month. So I will I will fulfill my assignment. I'm gonna fulfill my assignment. I'm telling you that right now. Shout out to the 12 of you on the Bishop Foreman ID that have sown through sown through badges. Always bless what blesses you. All right, what has uh what has stood out to you? Uh, what has stood out to you, what a curse is, that's good. Learning about histrionic, that good. That curse list, look, was insane. Wow. Choosing the curse or the blessing, that's good. Learning about histrionic, getting out of the tomb, that's good. Being double-minded, the curses, whatever you do. Come on, Ernest, do it for the glory of God. This is good. Curses are layered, right? Right, right, right. Histrionic. I know that's a whole word, right? Um the different curses that were brought out connection from the previous series. I already had everything I needed. It's in me. It's in seed form. This is good. The extent of the root and so many curses. This is good. If God's not first, if God ain't first, he ain't coming to your little party. That's so true. He ain't coming to your little party if he ain't first. Going through the different scriptures that relate to curses. Right. All right. All right. All right. Um, uh, that list. This is good. Ala Come on, Alaska in the house. Good to see you, Alaska. Not laying with dead things. Woo, that's a whole word. Generated in generational curses, all right? Identifying the curses, all right? Uh, the traits of the histrionic, this is good. Change your words, actions, repeat. Your curse was your pastor. Isn't that deep? But literally the Bible says that your generational curse will be your pastor. It'll be your pastor. This is why you have so many people say, I don't do church, right? They got a pastor, it's called a curse. <laughs> your curse is your pastor. That's why you don't do 
church, whether it's on campus or online in this new hybrid world, that's why you don't do it because your curse is your pastor. This is good. Right, that you are the curse breaker, that the Lord will reward you. This is so good, guys. Um, so I love it. I love it. Again, I want to encourage you, if you don't have um, our app, get the app so you can stay connected. You can get our podcast. You can watch messages, watch live. So many great resources um, that are available for you. Text Harvest to 877-552-4746. Um, uh, listen, uh, I see you on there, guys. So please don't solicit on my pages and asking people to send you money and stuff like that. Please don't do that. Well, we Harvest has a resource list available on our website that can help you. So if you need resources, we are there for you. But please do not um, solicit getting to get people to send you money in the comments. But we have a resource page for you that we'd love for you to go visit. If you're online, that means you got web access. So go to the website and click on resources. And then you can get, we have tons of resources with organizations we've already partnered with that can help you in your time of need. So matter of fact, let's cover that. Father, every need tonight that needs a resource, we cover that right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, that you are the God that meets needs. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, um, bam, there you go. You can click on resources and you can do it that. Um, so let's go here. Uh, I want to look. Yesterday's message was you can't have what's his. And I began to teach you about the man that is known, his, his technical term in the Bible is he's known as the Gadarene demoniac. The Gadarene demoniac. The Gadarene demoniac. Um, and this man, literally because he refuses to be the curse breaker, he acts like two different people. And I want for us to begin to cover several of these areas in prayer. And before we move into this section of prayer, I want us now to move into repentance. Repentance, repentance, repentance. Um, I'm going to show you something in Sunday's message you've never seen. Wednesday's message, like, it's things you've just never seen. Uh, the revelation that's going to flow on Wednesday and Sunday you've never seen. And um, in that, one of the things, one of the reasons I waited for us to, to pray for repentance into the middle of prayer at 730, I want us to wait to the middle of prayer uh, to cover this it's because many times um, the issue is that we don't know that there is an issue. I'm going to say it again. Many times the issue is that we don't know that there is an issue. That's the issue. Uh, and so you, we have to live a lifestyle of repentance. I wanted to wait until the middle of prayer today to teach you a principle is that um, sometimes you got to step back and look at you. And you have to stay in a posture of repentance. What is repentance? Repentance is not just apologizing. Lord, I'm sorry. That's not a repentance. Repentance is, Lord, I apologize. This was what happened. And here's my solution not to do it again. That's repentance. Repent. Repent. Re-again. Pent. Best. Get back to the best of yourself. If you think of a, of a penthouse apartment, it's typically going to be a high-level apartment. That's the nicest apartment in a building. All right. Uh, that's essentially what uh, repent means. Get back to being the best version of yourself, which means that you can begin to gradually decrease and not even know. You can begin to gradually stop being a curse breaker and not even know. You can begin to gradually get off track and not even know. Look at me. Why? This man that is uh, in Mark chapter five, and that's also in Matthew chapter, uh, uh, um, the chapter that I bring you from Matthew. This man was a believer. How do you know? Listen to what he says in Mark 5, 7. With a shriek, he screamed. Why are you interfering with me, Jesus? Wait a minute. He knows who Jesus is. He says, why are you interfering with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? Then watch what he does. He knows who God is, so he's a believer. Number two, watch what he says. In the name of God, which means he's not only a believer, watch me, he's a prayer warrior. Y'all not saying nothing to me tonight. Not only is he a believer, but this man knows how to pray. This man is a believer and this man knows how to pray, yet this man is caught up in his curses. This man is a believer and this man is on prayer. Notice I asked you earlier, he's been faithful. This man is a believer and he's on prayer, but this man is caught up in his curses. So do not think, that because you're a believer, because you serve, because you're faithful, that you cannot gradually begin to get off track. Oh, my God. Come on tonight. So you have to stay in a posture of repentance. God, 
tonight in the name of Jesus, we stay in a posture of forgiveness, God. Forgive us, God, for ever thinking that we were too high to ever begin to go low. Forgive us, God, for not staying in a posture and a position of repentance. So tonight, we ask for forgiveness for our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. We ask tonight, God, that you would forgive us for our iniquity. That's the generational sin that's passed down and around. And we ask for forgiveness tonight, God, that you would forgive us, Lord, for our transgression. That's our willful deviation from what we knew to be truthful and what we knew to be right. We say, forgive us, God. We stay in a posture of repentance because the Bible says, that even the very elect of God would be deceived. Even the, Matthew 24, 24, even those that have been chosen by God could still be deceived by their curse. Even those that have been chosen by God could even be deceived to not even know that they begin drifting down. So tonight, God, we affirm our posture of repentance. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We affirm to you that we will stay in that posture. We will stay in the posture of, Lord, we don't want to get so high where we think we can't go low. We will stay in the posture of being teachable. We will stay in the posture of, of, of recognizing we can get it wrong. We will stay in the posture of instead of fighting to be right, we will stay in a place of repentance. Keep us there, God. Keep us there. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get you to type these words? I repent. I repent. I repent. I repent. I repent. This is important, y'all, because this man knew the Lord, yet he's acting histrionic. He has, he's acting like two different people. If you don't know what I'm talking about, got to go watch the messages. He's literally acting like two different people because he chose not to be a curse breaker. And because he chose not to be a curse breaker, this man is literally a believer and a prayer warrior. Yet when Jesus shows up, look at me, when Jesus shows up, he says, you interfering. You ready? Here's what this means. This means that for some of you all, what you're mad about is actually God. I'm waiting on y'all to talk to me in these comments. What you're calling interference, this has got me mad. This has got me ticked off. God says, you don't even recognize me because you're so far from me. What you ticked off about? Can I say this word? What you pissed off about? God says, that's me. You don't even know it's me. You say, I'm interfering with you. I'm trying to interfere. I'm, I can't say that. I'm, I'm blocking what's going on in your life because you don't even know it's me. Because you are so caught up in your stuff that you don't even know that it's me. You know me and you're a prayer warrior. You can't even recognize me. God, I pray that tonight, Father, in Jesus' name, we would recognize you and we would not call you an interference. 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 And we would not call your interference torture. 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 You are God and not us. So when we stay in a posture of repentance, God, we have the ability to recognize that maybe what we're mad about, maybe what we're frustrated about, maybe what we call interference is really you. So open our eyes, God, so we can see clearly. Remove the scales. Show us ourselves. Open our ears, God. Remove the scales. Show us ourselves in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wow, wow, wow. Come on, let me ask this question. How many of you have felt like in the last, I guess we're at 11 and a half months now, or 11 and three weeks now, how many of you have felt like there's been some interference in some areas of your life? Wave at me. Whatever platform you're on, wave at me. How many of you have felt like there's been some interference? There's been some interference in your life. You're like, God, this is this thing is interfering with me. This thing is interfering with me. Question, 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 question. Could it be? Could it be that you literally have gotten caught up in your stuff?
and you're two different people. You literally say, hey, no, 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 my mama outside you. You speaking all your tongues are amazing. Your shout is amazing. Your praise is amazing. Your worship is amazing. But God is like, you, you, you call me an interference because you're so caught up in your stuff. You're so caught up in watch me, your stuff that when I actually show up to answer your prayer, you don't even recognize it's me. Oh, God. Father, I pray that we would recognize the answer to the prayer and we would not falsely label it. We would not falsely label it as interference. We would not falsely label it, here it is, as the devil. We would not falsely label it as the demonic. Y'all ready? He's the demoniac, but he's calling God the interference. I need you to catch that. He's the one that's got these spirits in him. He, but he gonna call God the interference. He the one with the problem. He calls God the interference. Oh my goodness. For some of you, God's like, would you tell them, I pray about what we pray about. I don't just get on here and start talking. I pray about what to pray about. For, for some of you, God's like, you have been calling me the interference, but you're the one with the problem. You're the one with the spiritual issue. You're the one with the issue, but you're calling me an interference. God, open our eyes. Open our eyes. They used to have a song, Open the Eyes in My Heart. I, I, I don't really like those words because heart, most people are thinking this, and heart in the Bible is mine. But as long as we know what that means, you can say it like that. Open the eyes of my heart. Open the eyes of my mind. Let me see this right. Let me see this properly tonight. Let me see this properly tonight. Let me see. Some of you all are mad at the wrong person. You need to be mad at you. You mad at the wrong person. You mad at the wrong person. You need to be frustrated with you. All right. So we're going to cover a few more things in prayer. Guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. Over 555, I believe, is the number of people who have given their lives to the Lord so far. And so let's make sure that we share. When we share, people get uh, saved. All right. So um, I, I said this to you, Mark 5, 9. And Jesus asked him, what is your name? He replied, my name is Legion, singular for we are many, plural. This man speaks in plurality. He's a histrionic. He's acting like two different people. He's acting like two different people. Here's what I'm going to cover in prayer. How many of you, you've ever almost felt like there's a couple of different versions of you? Listen carefully. Oh, that's awesome. Guys, you're on Cleveland. Um, um, you've ever felt like there's Across all of our platforms, respond to me with this question. How many of you, you've ever felt like there's two different people that's, that's going on? Or three. What I mean, like you have your church you, your rah, rah, rah you, your prayer you. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God you. And then you have your, oh, God, nothing ever works. I just want to go to sleep. I just want to eat some ice cream and go to sleep. Come on. Who's, who can be real with me tonight? Who can be real with me tonight? Like you feel like there's this, there's this other. There's this other. Y'all are slow with these hands tonight. Y'all are slow with these hands. Ooh, some of y'all lying. Come on. Like, you got your full of faith, you, and then you got your forget it all, burn it all down, you. You got your Lord, do it, I believe you, and your nothing's going to change, Lord. All right? I told you yesterday that my assignment, especially at the level 15, I told you that my assignment, was to kill that other you. And now we're going to do this in prayer tonight. Because listen what the man said. My name is Legion, for we are many. Listen, his name isn't Legion. That's not his name. Bishop, how do you know that's not his name? Because if, if you keep reading, the Bible goes on, says, and the man that had the Legion. His name isn't Legion. Look at me. He begins to call himself by his curse. He begins to call himself by his curse. He begins to call himself by his curse. Some of you, watch me, you have begun to identify based on the curse that you were supposed to break. You begin to call yourself and identify based on the curse that you were supposed to break. 
I need you to speak this out of your mouth and tap it on the screen. I'm the curse breaker. It's the best way I can say that a million times. And you're going to keep saying it until you break them. If you don't want to say it, get off the live. You're going to keep saying them until you break it. You're going to keep saying it until you break it. You And then once you break it, you're going to keep saying it because now you're going to be a testimony that you broke them. You're going to be a testimony that you broke them. You're going to be a testimony that you broke them. He says, my name is Legion for we are many. So he begins to identify himself based on his curse, based on his issues. Here's what we need to do. We need to kill that other version of you in prayer. We need to kill that other version of you in prayer. We need to crucify that other version of you in prayer. We need to poison the other version of you in prayer. All right, let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we speak to the other us. Mm. Come on, y'all. We speak to the us that walks in doubt, that walks in fear, that walks in curses, that walks in trauma, that walks in hurt, that stays stuck in pain. We speak to that. And in Jesus' name, we declare in prayer that that us dies now. In Jesus' name, that that spirit, that that mentality, that that attitude, that that version is gone. In Jesus' name. How do we know we can do it in prayer? Because that's how you set the man free. You set the man free in prayer. You told the legion to leave him and go into the pigs, which means this is spiritual. You spoke and to speak and to ask or direct is prayer. That's what prayer means. So it is through prayer that we can do this because we watch you do it. And you said greater works than you did what we do. So in the name of Jesus we speak to every curse that we've harbored, to every curse that we've walked with, to every curse that we have embraced, to every curse that we have thought was a part of who we were, to everything we said, that's just how I am. No, that is not just how you are. That's a curse. And in Jesus' name, we command it to go now. I need you to type it with authority and say it with authority wherever you're at now. Put it on the screen. And say it out of your mouth, wherever you are at now. I need you to say it and type it. I need you to say it and type it. I need you to say it and type it. I need you to say it and type it. I need you to say it and type it. I need you to say it and follow my instructions, please. This is for you. First Samuel 3, 19. This is for you. <laughs> Listen, now. Mm -mm, not later, but now. 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 This is so important. Look at me. Because when you're talking about curses, please pay attention. When you are talking about curses, and again, if you've not been in the series, do yourself a favor and go back and listen or watch all of the first sets of messages in this series, get our app. That's what this phone number on the screen is for those of you on this platform. Or all the ones that are connected to this screen here. 877-552-4746. And get that. This is so important. Um, because listen to how this man lived. Listen to how this man lived. Mark 5.3. He lived amongst the tombs in his past. Nobody could bind him anymore. Which meant he was a control freak. He became uncontrollable. And for some of you, listen you wilding out. Like you're out of control. Watch me. But you're still in church and you're still praying. You better hear me. This man knew Jesus and he still prayed. All right? He knew Jesus and he still prayed. But this man was wilding out. He was out of control. 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 Y'all not talking to me tonight. No one could bind him anymore. Which meant at one point, he actually followed order. At one point, he was on his game. But no one could control him anymore. Watch me. Why did I say in the middle of prayer, repent? Because he started slowly drifting. He started slowly drifting. He started slowly drifting. He started slowly drifting. And before you know it, he didn't drifted all the way over here to where he got a full-blown legion. Because he slowly drifted. Father, I rebuke slow drifts away from you. And I pray that tonight, God, that we would be closer to you in all that we do and all that we are. In Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name. Guys, in the comments, stick with me. I need everybody to stick with me. 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 All right? Stick with me. All right? All right? We don't need multiple messages going on. You stick with what I'm saying. All right? Love you. All right? Stick with me so that we can get breakthrough together. Psalm 133. Where there's unity, there is breakthrough. There's breakthrough. Where there's unity, there is breakthrough. Where there's unity, Psalm 133, there is a commanded blessing. All right? If I listen, let's finish that far. Verse four, for he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but he ripped the chains apart and he broke the shackles in pieces. So what happened? He wasted correction, which means when you begin to slowly drift, you listen, you become insensitive to correction. Oh my God. You become insensitive to instruction. You become insensitive to direction. You get insensitive to it. You get insensitive. What do you mean insensitive to it? It means you. It's, it just kind of just blows by you. Like, oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. And here's what happens. When you do that, there's an evidence we got to issue. God, I pray in Jesus' name tonight that we would not become insensitive, God, to correction. That when a message comes, when your word is correcting us, that we would not become insensitive to it. That we would not ignore it. That we would not ignore it. That we would not ignore it. That we would not let it glaze over. Oh, my God. That we would not let it just go past and not pay it any mind or pay it any attention. We pray, God, that we would not become insensitive to your correction. Your word says, God, that you are a good father and every good father chastises and corrects those that he loves. Don't let us become insensitive, God to correction. Don't let us be insensitive, God, to direction. Don't let us be insensitive, God, to protection. In Jesus' name. Let's go to this next part. We're almost done. All right. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching him from and share the video. Verse five, night and day. Uh, actually, no, let me finish this verse four. No one had the strength to subdue him. No one had the strength to subdue him. When you choose not to be a curse breaker, Curse breakers will not have the, the ability to be around you. When you choose not to be a curse breaker, curse breakers ain't going to be bothered. Listen, does no one had the strength to subdue him. People essentially said, he's just too difficult to deal with. I don't even want to try. I don't even want to try. Listen, um, you know God. Uh, the scripture says this um, in Romans. Uh, I did a message in last month's series called uh, The Three Hells. You should really, um, it, it was a really awesome word. You can check it out in our series. Uh, was that in Proverbs or Making Money Moves? No, I was in Making Money Moves. And uh, so that was our September series. But listen, 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 listen. Romans 128. Um, somebody type Romans 128 on the screen. Whatever platform you're on. We have tons of platforms. Whatever platform you're on. If you have chat. Even so, as they refused to have God in their knowledge, God abandoned them. To a reprobate mind to do those things which are not right. Rejected, what does reprobate mind mean? It means rejected, unapproved, counterfeit. God says, since you don't want to do it my way, fine, do it your way. Here's how you know there's a problem. When God says nothing about what's wrong. Wow. Father, here's what the psalmist said. Don't take your presence from us. Do not allow us, God, to get to any point or any place, Father, where no one has the strength to subdue. No one has the strength to subdue. No one has the strength to subdue. We pray, God, that you would not give us over. Come on, y'all. What are we doing? This second half of prayer, we're staying in a repentant place. Even if you think you're good, listen, that's how the devil deceives. That's how the enemy deceives. You say, I'm good. I don't need that. That's how he gets you because he makes you think that you got it all together. The Bible says, take heed those who think you stand, lest you fall. God, do not allow us, Lord. Please, Lord, don't give us a, over to a reprobate mind. We say, God, allow us to stay in a place of repentance in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We're almost done. Um, I'm going to run out of time. Next part, verse five, night and day, Mark 5, 3. Among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. He was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. I said this to you in the message. 
So here's the histrionic behavior going even to another level. He's crying out mountain day. He's been in the mountains and the valley. He's on this emotional roller coaster. And pay attention to what the Bible says he does. He's cutting himself with what? Stones, not rocks. Stones were used to build. Um, when we think of rocks, that would have been something you used to cut yourself. So he's self-destructive and he's misusing his tools. I'm going to cover these two things in prayer because for some, everybody look at me, you, the only enemy you have been facing has been your enemy because you've become self-destructive. You ask for it and then destroy it when you get it. I really want to speak to those of you who think I'm not talking to you because you're the ones that God is trying to holler at. Oh, no, Bishop, I ain't self-destructive. You literally are who he's hollering at. You got to hear me tonight. And I say it all in love for all of us as we pray tonight. All right? Because what will happen is that you will literally begin to misuse your tools. Stones are used for building, not cutting. He's using his tools to tear himself down instead of build himself up. Father, in Jesus' name, show us, God, how to use our tools to build and to not tear down and to not cut down and to not self-sabotage. We rebuke self-sabotage in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Show us, God, where we were maybe self-sabotaging and didn't know it in Jesus' name. Can I give you an example of that? Moses self-sabotaged. What do you mean Moses self-sabotaged? Moses kept blaming the people. That was self-sabotage. Some of you, you're like, I'm not self-sabotaging. It's them people. That's self-sabotage. Because you're letting people interfere with your assignment. I need you to understand what the assignment is. <laughs> Somebody type it on the screen. I understood the assignment. Come on, type it on the screen. I understood the assignment. Moses literally said, God, it's these people, these people, these people, these people. And God says, Moses, no, no, no. I gave you a way to deal with these people. You are self-sabotaging. And watch me. You say, I'm not self-sabotaging. It's these people. That's self-sabotage. Because you're literally letting people interfere with the assignment. And I need for some of y'all to stop letting people under interfere with the assignment. Do you hear me? They didn't call you, so why in the world are they creating confusion for you? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. All right? Look, we got four minutes, so let me give this last example. Uh, um, no, actually, I'm not going to give you another example. Let me just move. Um Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains. I was on this emotional roller coaster because the tombs are down here, the mountains are up there. So he's running back and forth, but he's not going anywhere. Father, I rebuke a lack of productivity. I rebuke a lack of productivity, God, in anything and everything that we do. I pray that we would be productive and not just busy. I pray that we would be productive. Productive means results. Productive means results. Productive means results. I pray that we would be productive, God, and not just busy. Because busy is not the same as productive. In Jesus' name. All right, guys, we're almost done. I need a few more of y'all to share over here on this Harvest IG. All right, let's get those views up on that Harvest IG. So listen, um, to everybody, last thing I want to hit in prayer. He's cutting himself with stones. Um... He's crying out, cutting himself with stones. So he's overly emotional about something he has the power to change. He's overly emotional about something he has the power to change. Um, I want to cover that in prayer. Father, I pray that we would not be overly emotional about something we have the power to change. Why do we get overly emotional? It's a distraction from the enemy so that we don't use our energy to solve the problem, but we just are emotional. No, we declare in Jesus name that we would not be overly emotional. We're humans. That means we have emotion. But I pray, God, that from this day forward, we use our emotions to serve us in solving the problem. In Jesus name, we pray. Drop an amen on the screen. Guys, tonight. I pray that prayer bless you. Do me a favor. Um, if you are not a Christian tonight, tonight's your night to come to the Lord. Um, what's the gospel? The gospel is the good news. The good news is that Jesus died so that you and I can have life and life more abundantly. Secondly, 
If you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, tonight's your night to recommit yourself to the Lord. And thirdly, all right, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. Tonight's your night to be sure. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on three, do that hand wave emoji and say it's me on whatever platform you're on. One, two, three, respond right now. Respond right now. Whatever platform you're on, respond right now. A shout out to our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. Um, if you're on a platform that doesn't have chat, you just raise your hand where you're at. Bishop, why do I have to raise my hand? The Bible says God sees your hand. Number one. Number two, he says, if you deny him, he will deny you. Come on. I see you. I see you, Christine. I see you. Come on. Whoever you are, wherever you are, just do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. Or you can do both. All right. Listen, while you all are responding, while people are responding, for those of you where prayer blessed you, I want to encourage you to sow. Always be a blessing to what blesses you. Faithful givers flourish, you know, harvest and I are good ground. We are anointed for finance and anointed um, with so many debt-free testimonies, so many people who have shifted into new levels of income and revenue, debts being canceled, and, and to God be the glory for all of that. And so a prayer bless you. I want you to sow. How do you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, number two, or PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. Uh, if you're on the Bishop Foreman IG, you can use um, the badges to sew. Um, but I'm going to encourage you to sew tonight. Father, speak to your people what they are to sew in Jesus' name. What they are to sow in Jesus' name. And, and, and when you sew it, I want you to put this in the comments. If you use Cash App or Venmo or any of those, put this in the comments. Call this My Repentance Seed. Because that's where we're going to stay in that posture, my repentance seed. That's where we're going to stay in that posture, right? Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. I give you my life from this day forward. In Jesus' name, A to the man. You prayed that prayer. It's just that simple. You're saved. If you're far from God, you're reconnected to God. If you weren't sure, you're now sure. Now, here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to do. You literally need to send this text. Text the word decision to the phone number 877. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text the word decision to 877-552-4746. When you do that, you're going to be able to stay connected um, to all things harvest. And we're going to send you a word right away called what next to show you what to do now that you prayed this prayer. What do you do next? All right. Um, and for some of you, you already you say, but you need a shepherd. God calls you to a voice, not a building, not a church, not a congregation, not a community. The Bible says Jeremiah 315, he'll give you shepherds, pastors after his own heart. If I'm the pastor God's called you to, you can connect with us. All you need to do is text the word join harvest to 877-552-4746. I don't have that one. Text join harvest to 877-552-4746 or do it in our app or website. We'd love to have you. You can live in Denver. You can live in Atlanta. You can live in Timbuktu. You can live in Miami. You can live in Oakland. You can live in Inglewood. You can live in uh, 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 Fort Myers. You can live in New York. You can live anywhere. Um, we're excited about all of our physical and all of our a digital family. Love you all. Guys, I pray you have an amazing night. It's 8.02. I gotta go. Uh, when you sow tonight, put that in the comments. My repentancy. When you sow, when you sow, put that in the comments. My repentancy. And however you choose to give, I encourage you to sow something um, and put that as your repentancy. Just so you know, when I say everyone should sow, I sow too. So I don't want you to think I'm asking for seed and I don't sow. I'm a sower. I'm a giver. Um, that's how you stay blessed is you sow. I love you guys. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Mountain Time, 11 o'clock Eastern, I will um, do a preview of Wednesday's message. Um, and yes, we will have church on Wednesday night. So I need you to get your greens going, get your food, get your food going early in the day on Wednesday so you can come and tell the Lord thank you. It's Thanksgiving. How are you not going to come to church and tell God thank you when it's Thanksgiving? That's like, I don't understand when people don't come to church like around Christmas. Like, how is it his birthday celebration and you not going to come? Like, that just means I don't get that. I do not get that at all. But anyway, make sure that you do this. Let me also say at the 915, I mentioned that I was going to give an official uh, my official response to some of the things happening in America. How many of you were waiting on that yesterday? You were waiting on that. I told you to just look out whether or not I was going to go live yesterday. 
wave at me if you were waiting on that. So here's what I decided to do. I wrote a message into the December series to address it directly. So I wrote a message and um, um, you'll see the title, uh, but I wrote a message. So I decided to actually teach about it. And so I'm going to do that uh, on um, in our December series. Uh, and I'm going to literally respond and deal with that. Um, and uh, I'll even tell you the title. It's called Understanding the Attack on Black. Listen, it's going to be a good word. All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Go sow up this. Bless you. If you just gave your life to the Lord, make sure that you shoot that text. Go show up and bless you. Love you. Have an amazing night. Shalom, everybody. Shalom, y'all. Love you. All right. Let's see. Shalom, guys. Love you. Shalom, guys. Love you. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's